0: Happy New Year, Adjust Your Life Podcast listeners. Happy New Decade.
1: Can you believe it's 2020 already? That means our podcast has been going on for an entire year. Thank
0: you to our listeners who keep coming back every month. And what do you think, Pat? Were you ready for the new year? Honestly, I was actually ready for 2020 to come around. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of good things happened in 2019, um, and then a couple not-so-good things, but I'm always excited to start uh, into a new year, kind of get a, a fresh slate, Um for you, for those of you listening out there, did you guys have a tough 2019? Were you ready for 2020? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this in here. Um, resolutions are a big part of the new year, and you know, a couple of them is what can you do now to make this year better. Is it going to be lose weight? Uh, is it get into a better habit? Uh, it's a good start and a message to yourself, but a lot of times it's not good enough.
1: Exactly, and that's what we're going to touch on today. Uh, in fact, uh, this year we are devoting an entire podcast topic to why New Year resolutions are not good enough. I know it might sound harsh, but uh, hear us out. You know, A resolution means a person, person resolves to change an undesired trait or behavior or to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life in some way, shape, or form. Losing weight and reducing stress are two of the biggest resolutions made by people once that ball drops.
0: Yeah, but can you guess how many people actually stick with them?
1: I'm going to go ahead and guess... Not too many.
0: So, looking at just recent research uh, from Forbes, they show that less than twenty-five percent of people actually stay committed to their resolutions after just thirty days, and only eight percent accomplish them. Eight percent is just unbelievably low, in my opinion. That's
1: extremely low, and honestly, I can believe it. Uh, you know, we live in a culture here of you know basic overindulgence. You know, with so many things that we can do, so many bad decisions that we can make. And we live in a culture where it's just easier just to fix things rather than changing a lifestyle or, or, or bad habits. Um, I think we also make resolutions that are at times too hard to comp- accomplish and some of them that are too at- unattainable or unreachable. And you know, don't get me wrong, but it's great to have intention and a desire to make a change in your life but we need to challenge ourselves to make changes throughout the year and actually stick with them. So sometimes it's easier to stick with them if we shorten up these goals, um, whether it's losing weight or um, making changes in your lifestyle.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, these goals or changes that you are trying to put into your life and better yourself uh, obviously deserve a lot more attention and dedication than just a resolution that's going to stas- statistically last only a few weeks. So Uh, with these resolutions rarely get you where you want to go, you know, what can you do? What things can you put in place to achieve those goals or those resolutions? Maybe it's, it's hitting small interval goals throughout the time, uh, that you have that in place. So we talk about five big reasons why these resolutions typically fail. Um, let's, let's kind of start off with a, a simple one. That's probably like you had stated one of the most common ones, and that's weight loss. Um, people get so focused on essentially what the end result of that may be, such as, you know, how much your weight you're going to lose or, you know, what we're going to look like when it's all said and done. But I think it's more important and it's pretty obvious, but more important to focus on the process of actually getting to that end result. And that kind of comes to what I'm going to focus on as the uh, the plan. So a lack of a plan essentially will throw you off of any goal. And what I get at with that is what can you do to put in place that shows the process, um, actually progressing, um, you know, little goals that you're, you're attaining. Is it going to be X amount of pounds in a certain period of time? Is it going to be, um, not necessarily the end result? Is it going to be how you feel? Is it going to be changes in dietary aspects? So the the process is key. The plan is key, not necessarily in the result, which obviously will come if you stick to it. So.
1: Yes, if, you know, for losing weight, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of work. Um, some suggestions would be, you know, say your end goal is lose twenty five pounds. You sh- what you should do is actually make shorter term goals, you hit five pound markers, uh, you know, five pounds every, you know, six weeks or every month, and then work into that twenty five pound weight loss. If you just focus on the twenty five, it's much easier to slip off. You know, you might feel really good about yourself losing fifteen. But then you 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 slack off for a week or two, and you're right back down to uh, only losing ten pounds. Um, You know, maybe you have different goals. Maybe it's uh, fit in a different kind of pants or different size pants, or you know, maybe it's to gain muscle. Maybe it's to lose inches. Maybe it's a bunch of different things like that. Uh, You know, as far as diet is concerned, I think it's reasonable to change your diet you know, every week or every two weeks during your resolution plan. Uh, for example, you know, I have a lot of patients who know, I get so tired of eating just chicken and broccoli. You know, you can't realistically eat that every day twice a day for six months you know if you if, if you like it great you know eat it for three or four days have another one you know, change a different uh have, you know have another recipe find something else that's just as equally nutritious and something you can keep doing you know as far as your workouts go to lose weight you know you and i both know and most people do know that, you know you got to burn more calories than you take in or you're never going to lose weight um, one of the great things to get that calorie burn higher is increase your heart rate during your workouts you know you see a lot of people at the gym, just kind of going through the motions going from station to station but really they're not increasing their heart rate much uh much at all um i think that's actually to me the, the most effective way of doing it you know have short-term goals two to three pound goals and hit each one you know and, and i once think once you uh, hit them and you just keep moving forward as opposed to chasing down a dream where it's almost impossible to do that
0: Yeah. And it's like some tips that I would say and kind of like what you would say, because obviously there's all sorts of different resolutions and then different subsets to each individual goal. But like, let's, we'll stay on the weight loss thing. So uh, let's say your goal is to, um, lose 30 pounds by a certain period of time maybe uh in the mirror in the morning have a uh on a, a, a erasable marker or something you have up in the corner so every day you look at that or a note you have there that constantly reminds you and fo- allows you to focus on your goal uh, or maybe you have a picture uh, of someone uh, celebrity or someone that you want to look like uh, as far as body habitus is concerned, you know, have that in front of you so you constantly are uh, reminded of that. And that will obviously help you to drive to where you want to be. Um, Another big one is, you know, holding yourself accountable is is a big part of it. And if it's only a goal between you and yourself, which ultimately it is, but if you tell other people, and it's what I was getting at, if you tell your spouse, if you tell your friends, tell different people that you're trying to get to a certain point, there's an expectation on their end for you to get to that goal, which means, in a, in, a, in a sense, you don't want to let anybody down once you have a goal in place. So it kind of drives you to get to that goal, so you can kind of prove to them that you are able to get to that point. Um, and and I, I think that I've seen this, you know, happen with multiple patients in the past, and and personally for twenty twenty. Um, I was just explaining is one of my resolutions is just positivity, uh, mindfulness. Um, and I think this would kind of parlay into that because being more positive, uh, believing that I can reach a certain goal or that you can re- reach a certain goal or, you know, um, having the mindset that I am, I am able to attain this is going to be a big part of it because deep down you can make a resolution, but if you truly don't believe you can get to that goal, realistically, you probably won't. And that's probably why it plays into the 90% of people that don't complete the resolution. So.
1: Right, and I also think it's very important to reward yourself. You know, we talk about many people with the weight loss resolution is they get stuck in a rut, and then they just kind of forget about it. You know, they cheat a couple times here and there, and then they just kind of fall apart. But, you know, rewarding yourself is key. You know, know, maybe documenting each milestone along your uh, weight loss and, you know, treat yourself. You know, if it's losing weight, you probably don't want to use food or use sweets or anything of that nature. But, you know, maybe go on a date, you know, maybe uh, plan a trip. You know, maybe buy something. I think that's what I like to do is, like, i reward myself for working out, like, buying a new watch or buying a, a shirt that I always wanted to get. Something like that, it kind of keeps you moving from one place to the next and the next. Uh, you know, maybe some new equipment, maybe some new workout gear, all those things that, um, you know, it makes you feel good, but it doesn't hurt you, uh, hurt your waistline, hurt your weight gain or weight loss. Um
0: Yeah, I mean, ultimately it comes down to, you know, if you really want to just make a change, like he just had stated, it comes down to taking care of yourself first. Uh, As selfish as that may sound, but ultimately you can't become a better person or help other people become better if you can't take care of yourself first. So you owe it to yourself, uh, which is bigger than the resolution itself. Um, and, And obviously, you know, once you've done this for a period of time, whatever your resolution may be, once you become, it becomes very uh, much of a habit. Uh, it becomes a lifestyle change, and lifestyle changes, in, in for the most part, are going to make us a better person. You know, down the road. So yeah,
1: and, and, you know, with that lifestyle changes, be proud of that lifestyle change. Don't just do it just to do it, and then you know, you, people tease you for trying it out. Oh, it'll never last. It'll never last. You know, but if you're proud of it and you really want to make those decisions, surround yourself by people that are also doing the same thing, or at least somewhere near the same thing. That you yeah, that's doing. great
0: advice. I totally agree with that. Just willpower, willpower, willpower. If you want to do it, you, you just got to have the willpower to just do it. So uh, I know you guys can do it. Um, we all can. We all have the ability. Uh, you just got to put in the effort and, and, and um, let's, you know, we'll see where you're at in a, in a couple months and, you know, always just record your progress so that you can look back on it and realize how far you've actually come. Um, that's my advice. So.
1: Yep. And, uh, you know, that's why we think resolutions aren't good enough. Um, if you have a topic you want to discuss, uh, email us at now at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next month.